I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and you're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Alistair Stewart, head of digital banking Apex, formerly COO of Investec Bank. Alistair, let's start with this. The pandemic, has it changed individuals and companies' relationships with technology on a permanent basis, or has it just been a make-do situation? I think what we've seen, and as we've seen in the past with technology, once the change occurs, it's permanent. We tend not to go backwards. So I think this would be no different. The pandemic has fundamentally redefined our relationship with technology in that it is much closer, both personal and at work. The fact that our work is now in our home, the fact that that technology is in our home, fundamentally redesigned, and I think it's a permanent change. We will expect in both our personal lives and our work lives, a dramatically digitized experience, much more immediacy. That absolutely, from my senses, is a change that's permanent, not temporary. Well, let's look at the current state of the digital banking landscape then. It's a work in progress, shall we say. That's right. And that's almost a good thing because work in progress means things are changing and, and evolving and moving. I think it's a really interesting landscape when you contrast the digital experience for a retail client today with the digital experience, for example, for a a small business to the retail experience of a corporate. Um, And they're very contrasting. Take Revolut in the retail space, very much a social media type of experience in banking, very cutting edge. SME banking is improving. Access to banking tools, access to your banking every day is getting far and far easier for small businesses. I think the real laggard is the corporate space, no question at all. We really haven't got to grips with digital in the corporate space. Why is that? Why are the services you describe for corporates and asset managers lagging behind? Why are they inadequate? And I ask this because nobody's making money out of retail digital banking yet. Let's be honest, nobody's making money out of it. Surely the money to be made is in corporate banking. Yeah, look, you're absolutely spot on. This is this strange environment we're in because you're absolutely right. The large retail players, high volume, low value, not profitable. Business banking, slightly better, but still a very low margin business. In the corporate space, absolutely, there is a commercial business case to digitize, no question at all. So the question is, why hasn't the digitization really landed in that space? Well, since it's probably two reasons, one is a good reason, one is a bad reason. One is a real reason, which is that it is complex. It is clearly more complex to onboard a corporate structure versus an individual. Um, So that is real. And regulation is real, which makes that space more complex. So that, I think, is, is a reason why it is slower. But the other reason, which I don't think is a good reason, is it just hasn't been addressed. There just aren't enough players focusing into this part of the market where it is absolutely possible to digitize the corporate banking experience, to make banking simple, to bring banking into one place. So one reason about regulation, but the other is just intent and focus. It's time for this market to mature. Okay, so you said regulation. That's obviously potentially a barrier to entry to creating a a dedicated corporate challenger bank. Are there any others? Or is it just that that's the only real reason? It really is regulation primarily, but also just the complexity of dealing with business banking. Regulation is such an encompassing subject, as a number of speakers talk about these days. We have analog regulation at the moment applied to digital banking. 
And what we really need is digital regulation for digital banking that will release some of that complexity. So when you think about AML, KYC, money laundering, these things are complex and they make are a serious barrier to entry to new players. Well, you could say that about any level of banking, and these are things that are being addressed. And it's the cost of doing business as a bank, I would argue, but nobody yet seems to have got to grips with it properly. There must be more to it than this, or is there not? Am I wrong? I think you're, you're right in that regulation is a major issue in corporate banking, and it's a force for good and it's a force for difficulty. The good is clearly having stable regulatory markets. The difficulty is it causes such complexity in technology that solutions are actually complex and expensive to put together. There are some good examples. It's not that we're at standby. We've got some banks with some very good solutions. The Apex Digital Corporate Solution, which we're launching later this year, absolutely is a paperless digital onboarding process, followed by an entirely digitized banking experience. So they're out there. The market is starting to to crack through some of this complexity. But as a barrier to entry, that regulatory hurdle is material, no question at all. But it sounds as though there is great potential in the marketplace. No question at all. Um, When we look at, uh, for example, our Apex Global clients, asset managers, fund managers, for example, in our space, uh, we know from client feedback time and time again, they are looking for a simplified banking experience. It's it's just so hard at the moment. Typically, our clients are multi-banked. That means they've got multiple experiences, none of which are really leading. What we really want, what the industry wants, you know, is very much that consolidated single one-place type of banking, which you see, for example, in retail. And that's the direction I think the industry starts starting to head in. Well, you've obviously touched on this, but I'm going to ask you to be as specific as you can without giving too much away. Mm. You've just joined Apex. What's the strategy for the years ahead? Apex is a really interesting organization, and you're right, I'm in month five um, of an entirely digital relationship with an organization, which is a factor of COVID. So what is really interesting about starting to understand the Apex strategy is it's all about a single solution for our clients. So for asset managers, fund managers, we want to provide all of your administration services that allow you to focus on how you create value, which is what you invest in and how you work with your clients. We want to take away from you um, all the services that we can run on your behalf. So we can run asset funds, et cetera. But within that, we also want to be able to run your banking. So the digital banking proposition that we're launching fits very much inside that strategic direction of providing our clients, our asset managers, fund managers with a full set of support services. Within then the digital bank itself Clearly, we're starting out with a proposition which is about banking, so the ability to hold multiple currencies and make global payments, so corporate digital banking platform. Um, But that will evolve quite rapidly post-launch into the early part of next year into a much broader marketplace strategy. So, for example, we'll add money market capabilities um, so clients can start to access a number of the money market players. So we have both a, a digital strategy to continue to enhance that digital banking proposition. And that sits within the Apex Group's broader strategy of single source solution for our clients around the services they need. Alistair Stewart, Head of Digital Banking Apex, thank you very much indeed.